0: Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another very, very, very exciting episode of Two Sons Podcast. I am your host, Joey, Joe, I am your host, and I am here with my co-host, my wonderful, beautiful, delicious brother of mine, uh, the good old Philip. Stop. How are we doing today, Philip? I'm so excited to get into this episode.
1: I am pretty freaking excited because we
0: have never done this before, so I am excited to see how it plays out. <laughs> I'm also excited to be back. It feels like we've uh, it's been a long time. Yes, uh, I I found my brother,
1: so he's okay. I told everybody that you were okay, so
0: yes, I've been okay. Well, yeah, thumbs up, <laughs> th- 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 thumbs up for sure. But for those very reasons, exciting news. For those very reasons very. Reasons new listening audio wise i can confirm that he just put his thumbs up so yes i did I did put my thumbs up if not uh let me let me there's a thing on here reactions right right thumbs up thumbs up reaction there we go
1: now you saw it virtually i mean people that are listening will still will not see it but i can confirm that there's a thumb on the screen
0: oh god i can't i can't get rid of the thumb um all right well it's just gonna stay there for a while (laughs) until it goes away i don't know if it's gonna go away so sorry guys you might be watching this episode with a thumb on my uh top uh, left corner there. oh there it's gone okay. oh, it's magic <laughs> um but enough dilly dally um this episode is going to focus around an area that we actually have not covered on the podcast yet um and is going to focus on disney but specifically disney pixar and um as you guys know uh pixar is a branch of disney it is still considered disney um but pixar is probably known to have some of the best Um, animated movies to date since their beginning, which I believe was somewhere in the 90s, mid 90s. Um, And up until this day, there's been recent talk about some of the recent Pixar movies not really holding up to the likes of Toy Story, Nemo and so on. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about today. And uh, we're going to do it in a little format. But I'll let my brother explain that because he's the one that kind of set up the format. Um, But uh, i I mean, just before we get into any of this, we're going to go through our normal, you know, how we doing, how everything's going. Um, just let you guys know, sorry that we have not actually had a proper episode in a little while of the both of us. Um, we, As you know, we were on vacation, um, so we didn't do an episode then. And then when we got back, um, it just got a little too busy at work for me, Um and uh, I was kind of in between things. And then now I'm a little more settled in my schedule and everything. And, uh, you know, we're trying to find a good balance of when we could exactly do this. So um, we're back better than ever. And uh, hope to continue and going on with it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I definitely got a burn brow. Excuse you.
1: That's right. Drink some. Drink some water. There you go. That's coffee, but okay. Drink no some water.
0: water. Okay. Well, drink some water to balance it out. Okay. Go, ahead. go ahead. There you go. Stay hydrated. Very nice. Hydration is key, guys. Not enough people drink water. All right. Exactly. Make sure you drink your water. Okay. Red bowl isn't water. Monster isn't water. Right. Water. Water. Water is it's water. Water, mm-hmm. water right. is water. What? Mm. <laughs> Oh,
1: God. Let's get into our, uh, you know, uh, casual conversation. So, uh, Joey,
0: how are we doing so far? How are we doing today? Uh, We're doing all right. Um, What's it called? Uh, If you guys don't know, uh, I applied for a new position at work um, and I got it. So uh, I am now one of the kitchen managers at the location of where I work. So I moved my way up from crew to uh, that position since I... um, started working there in 2019 so I'm pretty proud of myself um I'm glad I'm getting a raise and you know it might be a little better of a uh still same work environment but it might be a little better for me and I'm just glad to put it on my resume and you know see where everything goes um so that's exciting um and you know right now trying to get into a little better routine of doing things still uh packing up my room and you know cleaning if you guys don't know where I live in New York um my uh, my dad and uh, everyone is is selling the house, uh, so you know I'll be somewhere uh, at the end of the summer. Uh, whether that's you know I don't know what's going on exactly, but I've been slowly packing up. That's why there's literally nothing on my walls, which makes me so sad because uh, I love having things on my walls. Um, but yeah, you know it's it's a very uh, it's a very busy summer so far. But um, you know it's I, nice. I have do- stuff on my walls you do have stuff on your walls I, you mm-hmm. know, i'm glad you do I, I wish i had stuff on my walls the rest of the stuff i pretty much took down yesterday um but you know today a little side note so today at work we broke down a transformer standee and uh, i was really tempted to take bumblebee uh, but i i didn't really have room for bumblebee mm-hmm. and like i was gonna put him just straight into the storage unit so next time dad opened the door it was just like bumblebee was gonna be standing there fair enough that would have been pretty cool, um, but I did take Optimus's arms. I did show my brother that, so they're gonna go on my car. Uh, so you know, if anybody cuts me off, you better think twice. You know, because I I,
1: I, I can confirm that he does. I have do the, have
0: the leader of the Autobots on my side, so you he, know he, he does. <laughs> you know, his, his car is a Will Will Transformer. Okay, yeah, what do we like get with the program? Uh, but other than that, you know, chilling, doing all right. Um, how you doing, fellow?
1: Uh, You know, not doing too bad, you know, back into the uh, swing of things as usual. You know, some work there, you know, work's been going pretty good. Uh, You know, school is school, you know, can't really complain Mm -hmm. much about that. Um, And overall, you know, doing good. Um, It is my birthday this Friday. (laughs) Uh, So I'll be the
0: big 24. Um, Oh, yeah. God, I feel old. (laughs) yeah <laughs> well so, it's for my birthday the week afterwards and i'll be 22 so yeah welcome.
1: so i'm looking forward to that uh hopefully you can enjoy the rest of the week and relax and then uh on saturday we will be back to work so back to business as usual but uh, i have the next two days off so do some school work there uh relax there and then enjoy my birthday so hopefully the next two days are pretty good but uh otherwise doing pretty good so uh now that we got our you know little you know, snip it out of the way. Um I'm going to basically just describe what we're doing this episode. So my brother kind of covered it already. Um, we are going oh. to be talking about Pixar. And uh, if you've watched other podcasts and uh, stuff like that, um you've seen, you know, even the filter on TikTok, uh, they do these bracket filters where, you know, they take all different types of movies from like all different, like I've seen uh, 80s ones. I've seen, you know, Pixar ones, Disney ones, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so you know, we're gonna incorporate that filter basically into an episode. Uh so I found this website uh called like bracketfights.com, which actually generated a bracket with all the Pixar movies. So I shuffled it a couple of times. Um, so in you know a moment here, I'm gonna share my screen and the two of us are gonna go through each matchup. So there'll be like two movies each, and you know, we'll basically use our brains and come up with uh, you know, which movie we think deserves the spot over the other until we're left with two and then we'll see who the winner of our bracket is um now keep in mind i mean obviously these are our opinions uh so don't you know scold us if you know you don't like what choices we make um you know this bracket could go all different ways especially you know because it's it's randomly shuffled um you could have like two really good movies in like one choice and then like it's it's really hard to choose between both of them um Mm -hmm. you know so just take that with a grain of salt you know don't don't come at us in the comments or anything um but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I thought we tried try this out. You know, it, it seems to be pretty popular, Um, you know, so I would love some feedback, Um, you know, after this is posted, you know, let me know if you guys want to see more stuff like this. Um, And then, you know, there's a ton of other franchises that we could, you know, do these breakdown brackets on and uh, stuff like that. So I think that would be fun to to explore. Um, but something I wanted to introduce uh, to the podcast, I, I didn't talk to you about it, but I thought we could, what we could do is that moving forward with each episode, we could... Uh, each of us could just talk for like a brief like minute about something new like you know whether it's like you know movie news uh, gaming news you know tv show whatever Mm -hmm. Um, just to like you know just you know if we've seen something that maybe it's it's coming out or whatever Um, so for example uh, for my thing uh, if you do not know today uh, Marvel released their show Secret Invasions on Disney Plus I did watch the first episode while I was at work and I do have to say it was amazing um, the pilot was great. Um, so it's definitely off to a great start. And uh, it's only six episodes. So, you know... How long is the episode? It's about an hour. So I assume oh. that each of the uh, episodes are going to be about an hour. Um, but it was great. I mean, I loved it. I mean, if it continues the trend that it's going in, it's probably going to be like easily top three when it comes to MCU shows. So um, I think this project could definitely keep uh, Phase 5 afloat. I think Guardians definitely helped it rebound. And I think if this show is a success... Um, then I think Phase 5 will start to kind of, like, rebound from, um, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium And uh, wasn't there two projects that came out?
0: What, for Marvel? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Thor, Love, and Thunder, Ant-Man.
1: Was Thor, Love, and Thunder
0: part of Phase 5? No, that's Phase 4.
1: Okay, so it, it will, you know, hopefully it will help uh phase five i mean the
0: marvels is coming out later in the year um so i mean
1: hopefully phase five will kind of rebound um if the show does well i mean i think it does it definitely has the the prospect to do so but um yeah that's that's what i wanted to talk about so i think it's going to be great um i enjoyed the episode and i'm looking (laughs) forward to uh tuning in next wednesday so
0: oh uh okay cool so what i will talk about is um stand on the Pixar theme is, um, I just saw, uh, Pixar's latest film, Elemental, yesterday. And, um, I gotta say, I am very pleasantly surprised. Um, it hit a lot more than you think it would for, I mean, Pixar has a way of putting messages in its films that, you know, you could say are meant for kids, but, um, really show truth of the world. And, you know, it can relate to situations going on in people's lives. And, um, this film really does that great. Like I think the marketing for it honestly sucked. Like that stupid, like little plant kid, like screw him. He's in it for like about 30 seconds yeah, to a you know, minute. Like the, the one trailer where he's just like, my queen. Yeah. Like it's, it's stupid. It's like a ha laugh like that. You know, kids are going to laugh at, but it that that's all it is. But like the true f- story, I mean, if you, if you guys don't know, I'll give you a little overview exactly. Cause it's not going to be on this list and I, I want to talk about it. So I might even do an episode myself on it. But um, it's basically about almost interracial relationships, um, immigrant families, and uh, just like love in general. And those are very heavy topics to cover in a kids' film. And it's not blatantly in your face, like, yeah, this is that. But again, we see a separate, we see a separation in the elements in this city. And it's crazy that they're portraying these messages in, you know, a Pixar film, but it hits so hard. And I think that's the important thing in of what Pixar does is, for example, by, you know, in Toy Story, by using toys, you're, again, it's like, oh, haha, it's toys. It's like, you don't think crazy about the message, but it's like these family messages or these relationship messages or just these life messages, it doesn't matter what exactly they use for it in the sense of characters. It just, they know how to do it so well. And again, it's it's going to be very hard to talk about this in a minute, but I just want to say, do not let the marketing or trailers sway your decision of going to see it. I truly think it's worth the watch. If you're a Pixar and Disney fan, for sure. If you're into love, definitely. And even if you're just looking for like a nice little romantic comedy type of thing, I really think it's worth it. I mean, I will say I cried a couple of times, you know, really hit home at certain moments. So um. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch, in my opinion. And honestly, I put it, you know, in a good spot on my Pixar list. If I had to make a Pixar list, yes, recent rec- recency bias, but um, definitely a different um, turn from like Turning Red and Lightyear. Definitely like a, a, a step up from both of those films. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was my probably not even a minute thing of Elemental. I think it was like definitely three minutes.
1: Nice, very well said. Yeah, yeah I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Um... Alright, so uh, let's see if we could move on here. Um, So I'm going to do this, I'm going to press this button, and then I'm going to press this button, and
0: then followed by this button. Three buttons. right. Look at the top, I can't see anything yet.
1: Oh, I see it now. Let me move us to, where's a good place to move us? Can can I put us in the middle here? Um, Actually, yeah, that that actually works out great. Okay, so I'm going
0: to put us right in the middle here. Is this all their films because this is not i gotta gotta scroll down down. i mean if i oh okay i was like no way this is all their films yeah okay Um, okay okay. so
1: it looks like there's obviously not enough to fill out the bracket um so for example this one cars two and brave um one of them is going to go all the way to the quarterfinals or the semifinals (laughs) basically um (laughs) so you know i guess uh they don't have enough to fill it out um again if elementals was on here like you know it would be somewhere in this section over here um Mm -hmm. But uh okay, so we can can we confirm that
0: you know we could all see this. So you're seeing the same thing on team? I yes, I can confirm it's on my screen.
1: Okay, cool. Um so just you know, don't mind the ads on the on the side. Um, you know, it's just one of those websites where they just run like random ads or whatever. Um but without further ado, uh, I think we are good to go. Um, right. so what side do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the left side or the right side?
0: Um left. Le, le, I'll <laughs> uh, start with the r- l- l- left. <laughs> Let's go with the left.
1: All right. Um. So I think if I'm reading that correctly, for the first matchup here, we have Finding Dory versus Toy Story. Um. And, I mean, right off the bat, I think this is pretty one-sided here. Um. I mean, I've actually only seen, like, Finding Dory once, Um. so I don't remember it. I know it was a cute movie Um, you know it was basically it was basically just a spin to Finding Nemo but just focusing on Dory Um, Mm -hmm. I know there were like a lot of cute scenes and everything um, but Toy Story uh, I've seen a bunch Um, it's a more like well-rounded you know trilogy and uh, picture from Pixar so I think if it came between Finding Dory and Toy Story I mean I I would go Toy Story on this
0: I I believe that um toy story really started pixar's um name in you know animated films um again finding dory you know it's not a bad film um if we're talking finding dory and finding nemo finding nemo all day for sure um i like dory you know i think she's funny at times and i do like her backstory in this and i like the side characters but again it was a cash dra- it was a cash grab uh because of how popular nemo was And they were just trying to bring it back to more modern kids and, you know, getting them to still stay in that, you know, um, area. But again, not a bad film whatsoever, but Toy Story, a lot of heart, a lot of fun. um, And it really changes um, the way Pixar has run uh, in the years to come after this film. Um, So I'm going to say Toy Story definitely all all the way.
1: All right, so first slot in our bracket goes to Toy Story. Okay, boom, there we go. All right, uh, we'll continue the trend on the left. So we have, and I'm gonna be honest, I haven't seen one of these movies. So we have, um, Disney Pixar's Lightyear and we have The Incredibles. I have not seen Lightyear, um, so you know, I, I have you seen Lightyear? I have, okay, um, so you're probably the one to make this choice since you've seen both. Um, I would just automatically choose Incredibles. Cause again, to me, Incredibles is just that um, you know, classic movie that was just like, you know, peak like OG Pixar, um, something that everybody <laughs> grew up with. Um, and uh, I don't think they made a trilogy. I think there was there was there three of them? I think there was three of them. No,
0: there was just two. There was just
1: two of them? Okay. Yeah, it was just um, two. I think it's probably the best duology that Pixar has. Um and uh yeah, I mean, so I would choose Incredibles just off of more of like a personal bias because I never seen lightyear but um you know I'm going to let you make the decision for this one since you've seen
0: both of them all right um well yes I have seen lightyear and um I got to say I did enjoy lightyear um a lot of people said it was a fail on pixar's part um again it is not very it doesn't seem like a child would want to sit here and watch lightyear in my opinion, I think people our age would want to actually go and see Lightyear. If you grew up with the Toy Story movies, because of that character, um, I gotta say I do love the animation, and I think it shows that they have come a far a long way since Toy Story. Um, I don't mind the voice change; having Chris Evans do the voice isn't really a problem for me. Um, I like Socks, the like little robotic cat he has. I think that's a cool character. I like honestly the space adventure aspect of Lightyear. Um, I like all the callbacks to Toy Story. Um, Honestly, it does hit heavy at certain points, uh, especially with another character. I do not remember her name uh, between Lightyear and this other character. Um, You know, overall, not a bad film. Uh, Worth a watch if you haven't seen it. It's on Disney Plus, so definitely go check it out. Um, But Incredibles is probably considered one of the better superhero movies um, out there. Um, I love the family aspect of it. Um, All their powers are super cool. Classic villain. Um, the comedy hits, uh, the moments hit and, you know, it definitely just hits a lot stronger than light year. So I would put uh, Incredibles over light year.
1: All right. We got Incredibles. So in this little bracket in the top left, we got Toy Story versus Incredibles. Um, I assume, do, are you going to want to do it by like section or like, do you want to just go down the whole list and just get keep every going one?
0: down and then we'll do that afterwards? Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, all right, let me okay,
1: so the third bracket we got going on is we got Onward versus Soul. Um, so I've seen Onward. Uh it's a cute movie. Um, you know, has Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Uh basically follows the story of two brothers. Um, and uh, the whole story, if I remember correctly, is that they're trying to like revive their dad for the night um and then like you know throughout the journey in the movie um you know tom holland which is like the younger brother's character i think he realizes that his older brother which is chris pratt has kind of been there the whole time and has kind of been that father figure to him so even though he wishes for one more night with his father he realizes that like his brother kind of was his dad and like helped raise him um i mean their mom is still alive and everything but it was one of those things Mm -hmm. where like the brother kind of stepped into the father role um super cute movie super touching um and to be honest i have not seen soul but i've heard great things about it um but you know
0: you gotta see soul
1: yeah i don't know i mean this is hard i mean this this one might have to go to you if you've seen both
0: i'll give you a little rundown of soul and then you could decide because i have seen both um two very recent pixar films Mm-hmm. Uh, one was a COVID Pixar film, which was stolen I think Onward was twenty eighteen or something. Mm-hmm. Um I gotta say they both hit very heavy in my opinion with the messages that they both hold. Um Onward, I love the brother story. Um and um I like the journey that they go on and I like the world that they're in. I like that it is this fantasy world with these creatures and um I don't know what they're considered, but um I think, again, it's not cheap comedy in this. I think, you know, whatever comedy is there, it hits. And again, it's the the father has passed in this world and um, they're able to do a spell because the younger brother is obsessed with magic. So he's kind of an outcast and everything. And the brother seems to always believe in him and they figure out how to get the dad back. Um, But throughout the movie, it's just his legs. And until the very end, you don't actually get to see the full body. And the younger brother wants to see his dad so bad because he hasn't, seen him since he was a baby so he doesn't even remember what his dad was like but towards the end of the film he lets his brother go and see the dad because he knew all along he had his dad which was his brother you know obviously different shoes to fill but you know a message touches um that and it's 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 a very it's a very touching story um especially if you know something like that hits in your life or depending on the relationship you hold with your family i'm um, in seoul is um, it's it's a different vibe from Pixar, but I like it because it questions your meaning and your purpose in life. I mean, Soul is about J- Jamie Foxx actually voices this guy. Um, music is incredible. Um, the storytelling is incredible. The animation is incredible. Honestly, it, it really is incredible. Um, but Jamie Foxx's character is a like middle screen, mid, middle middle school um, music teacher. And he has been dr- dreaming and dreaming his whole life to become a jazz musician. And his father trace- chased his those dreams and it got him nowhere. And the mother is like, no, you need a steady job, blah, 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 this isn't going to work. And when he finally gets his shot, he ends up falling in a manhole and essentially dying and goes to the soul world. And um, he wants to get back to Earth to try to live out his dream. And throughout doing this, he meets... Um, I forgot exactly what they call them, but almost like another soul who ha- w- w- was a number, basically. And this this other soul, how they worded in in this is these souls are basically born in this, you know, they're not really born, but they have to find a purpose before they can go to earth. And this soul has never lear- had a purpose, you know? Um, and basically he tries to teach that purpose throughout the film. And when they end up kind of getting back to earth, you know, he ends up um, not in his body, in the cat body, and the other soul ends up in his body, and it kind of messes up, you know, his chances and everything, but it also helps him figure out the lesson that he's learning um, in where he wants to go in life. So um, it's, a, it's, a different, it's a different vibe, and it's a little more focused on somebody's life and trying to figure out, you know... Hey, I could have died this day. What am I doing with my life? you know so it it hits it's you know in my opinion it's not a children's film um I love both of these movies um and it's it's hard because both of them have great messages in my opinion um I think they both give very different vibes but i I have to say soul is gonna take it over onward um at least for me
1: um. Yeah, I'll give it to you um, since you've seen both. I mean, I would have chose Onward just because the message behind it hits harder than, you know, what you described for Soul. Um, but since you've seen both, I'll, uh, we'll give it to Soul. So
0: I think if you see Soul, you'll understand a little more. And I definitely do recommend watching it because, again, it's it's very it makes you think. And and that's what I like. i not that Onward doesn't make you think. Um but I this was the hardest one, in my opinion, because I love Onward, and I think it's an underrated Pixar film. Not many people mention it. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right, so moving on, uh, we have Turning Red versus Toy Story 3. Um, so, uh, honestly, some of these more recent Pixar films I have not seen, so <laughs> I promise this is not like a trend. Um, I haven't seen Turning Red, but I just feel like there's no way you can make an argument for Turning Red over Toy Story 3. I mean, Toy Story yeah. 3 is like... The one be- of like the best Toy Story film and definitely like top five for Pixar films, like it is, it's uh, dude, especially that scene with the freaking garbage incinerator. Tell mm-hmm. me not cry with that,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That scene hit home. Who knew that a bunch of toys would make a grown man cry? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, between this matchup, I mean, again, I haven't seen Turning Red, you know. I don't Really know too much about it, but you know, going up against a classic like this, I mean, you got I gotta to choose Toy Story 3 over this.
0: Yeah, there's no debate in my opinion. Again, I've seen Turning Red, uh, it's not a bad film, um, but I think over time the film, you know, isn't as charming as maybe it was when it came out because a lot of people really loved it when it came out because the messages and everything, uh, but Toy Story 3 messages are better, animation is better, in my opinion, story is better comedy hits but i it's it's just it it hits a lot more and it always will um so definitely toy story three
1: right yeah toy story three cool uh i gotta like really zoom in here sorry that you guys see my face close up but i'm trying to figure out which cars that is i think that's the regular cars um let me see no it's not
0: i don't think it's the first cars. it looks like the third is it the third one? Yeah, I think it is the third The first character. cars is up there on the right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah the it's, first it's, car it's and then that's cars, cars two. So that's gonna okay. be cars two. Um
1: so as much as I love cars, I actually haven't seen Cars Three. Um, this is not a good trend because like literally <laughs> it's all I've not seen <laughs> one movie. Um, because again, like a lot of these movies came out later, and there was just so much else going on that I've just never got around to watching these <laughs> Pixar movies. Yeah. Um, okay. let's see. So we got a Bug's Life versus Cars Three. Have you seen Cars Three? I have. Okay.
0: Um, you me to explain it to you.
1: Yeah, give me give me a brief synopsis, and then I'll make my decision. Okay,
0: so Cars Three um, focuses well, on. I know. Sorry, I
1: know a little bit. I know that basically Lightning McQueen is getting older. There are like newer cars coming into the race. He's not as fast or good as he used to be. And then he ends up training this like yellow car, right? And then that, that's as much as I know.
0: So basically, again, yes, he's, it focuses around Lightning McQueen getting older. Um, he realizes that he cannot keep up with the new cars that are coming out. And he tries desperately to try to train with this new technology and everything to become faster, better, more efficient than these newer cars. Um, he refuses to be a sellout and sell these things to get all the money. He still wants to race because it's his passion. That's what he loves. That's what Doc t- uh, taught him. Um. New technology isn't working out for him. He doesn't like it. That yellow car is one of the trainers in the facility that he's in. And basically he wants to go back to the old ways of learning of racing because he thinks it's going to get him to beat I forgot what the car's name is, but this new blue car or something. Mm. So, you know, it's like driving on the beach, doing these things, basically what Doc told him he was doing. And in that he saw himself coaching this yellow car had a race, uh, because she was all into no, it has to be technology, you can't do that that way, almost like Rocky, almost like Rocky uh, Rocky and the Russian, be, uh, imagine that, but Cars, but not like violent. Um, and then again, I'm not super duper sure on how it ends, because I don't think I've actually seen the end in a while, but again, um, that's basically the sum up of the story, uh, it's not a bad film, but in my opinion, Cars and the Cars trilogy after the first one, the other two I could really not care so much about. I actually like the cars shorts more than I do the other two films. Um, um,
1: quick question. Uh, does does my light and everything look okay, even with the lights off?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can still see your face.
1: Okay, because, like, I kept getting a glare from, like, my fan, and it was, like, really bothering me, so, like, I had to turn my light off.
0: <laughs> um, as long I as mean, everybody can see my face, then it's okay.
1: Oh, here you go. Again, oh, a, there you go. All
0: right. A Bug's Life is... Um, it's an underrated Pixar film, in my opinion. Um, hmm. I think it's a fairly simple message. Um, and again, you could say the animation is not the best and stuff, but I do like the characters, and I like um, I like that they actually used insects. Um, so in my opinion, I would put A Bug's Life over Cars 3. I was going to say the same
1: thing. Uh, I would put A Bug's Life over Cars 3 just because, again, like that nostalgia feel. Um, it's been a really long time since I've seen A Bug's Life, but I really remember like enjoying the movie um yeah. i'm still terrified of the attraction <laughs> <and> animal kingdom <laughs> yeah but uh um, yeah. but i uh, i really did enjoy a bug's life and i'm gonna again i'm gonna have to like make a list i'm gonna have to like watch all these pixar movies but uh i've seen some clips from cars 3 and it does look like another good cars movie um but i think when you put them up toe to toe against each other i think a bug's life is definitely better so so before we get to the next
0: one have you seen luca because it's I, I have with- I've seen okay, Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, um, so we uh,
1: we got like eight minutes left, but we can probably get through some of these um, before our time runs out. Um, so let's just keep moving along. All right, so we got Luca versus Ratatouille. Um, Luca, it's a cute film. Uh, I thought I wouldn't like it, to be honest, but when I sat down and watched it, I think we're like grandma and pupa. Um, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was great um Ratatouille is honestly it's like top three for me like for my own personal favorite Pixar movies I love that movie um I just I just think it's so funny and I think just the whole dynamic between like Remy and like his chef is uh hilarious and um you know really putting these two side by side I think I would have to go Ratatouille over Luca but um and again I think that just comes from uh, my own personal opinion. And then just, uh, I think Ratatouille is the more well-known one. Um, mm. You know, I mean, there's a new attraction for it uh, at Epcot in France. Um, you know, everybody knows who Remy is. Everybody's tried to probably recreate that one dish for Ratatouille at the very end.
0: Which is Ratatouille. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um,
1: you know, a classic, you know, classic movie. Uh, again, Luca's is a cute movie. Uh, it's definitely one of the, the better Pixar movies that they made over the, you know, last couple of years. But, uh, I just, at least in this bracket, if it was, if it was like, you know, say it was like the, I don't know, if, if Luca went up against like another movie, I'd probably choose Luca, but just because I had to go up against Ratatouille, um, I'm going to choose Ratatouille over Luca.
0: I have to say, I do, I do enjoy both of these films. I've seen Luca probably twice now. Um, and it's a shame what happened to it with not being released in theaters. I think they're good in theaters. Um. But uh, Luca was, like, another COVID movie. Um, I like Luca's message as well. Um, again, I think it's cute. Um, I do like uh, the relationship between Luca and Bruno, I believe. No, Luca and – I don't know. I, I don't remember the names. Um, I know who you're thinking Actually, about. no, I think it is Luca and Bruno. Uh, whatever their names are. I like I the relationship. It, I
1: think it is, actually. Yeah, I think it is Bruno.
0: I like the relationship between them two. Um, and I do think it's, uh, I think it could teach kids a lesson. Uh, I think this is something where kids can actually follow along and learn a lesson. Um, Ratatouille, the message is just so great though. I I like how a simple line such as anyone can cook, you know, means a lot to a rat, you know, realistically, this is all from the eyes of a rat, um, who, who would have thunk, you know, he is trying to figure out his life in a sense of, you know, is, is this, you know, what his daily stuff is, is this it? Like, no, I have dreams, I have aspirations on combining strawberries and cheese and such an amazing flavor that, you know, I want to cook and he goes and he cooks with the help of this, you know, other essentially loser in this, you know, really high restaurant. And um, we even go back to, uh if you go back to the food critic and, you know, how he is, he's seen as the, you know, jerk, and you know one that likes nobody. But you know, making eating this dish takes him back to his childhood, where you know his mom made him something that it just healed him. Um, so I mean, I I just feel like Ratatouille's message, you know, it's sh- it shines a lot brighter than Luca's. Um, but I do like Luca. I, I you know, it's um it's it's a little difficult uh, decision, but um, uh, I I think Ratatouille is going to be on top a little more than Luca in my opinion.
1: All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I think um, you know, I think your expertise of Pixar comes in handy because uh I like the I like the way you're diving into each of these movies and explaining it. Uh it's it's nice.
0: Um okay do
1: you think we have time for one more?
0: We have time for Toy Story and the Good Dinosaur. Okay. Uh I mean, so, Toy Story 2 and the Good Dinosaur.
1: Yeah as uh as Joey just said uh we have Toy Story 2 versus the Good Dinosaur. Um, again both great films uh seen both of them uh i think i've only seen like the good dinosaur once but uh there was a cute message behind it um i think if i had to remember correctly i think it's about both like a baby dinosaur and a you know child trying to like find their way back to their respective families so like i think they go on this like journey together um as they like search for each other's families basically
0: i have not seen The Good Dinosaur. Okay. Uh, so you're going to have to... I, I, I kind of know the message behind it. Yeah, I, I think that's the I think
1: that's the premise of it. I think basically, uh, you know, the child and the, you know, the good dinosaur or like the baby dinosaur, um, his name is they get separated from their families and I think they like come into contact with one another and they kind of go on this journey of like learning to t- trust each other, um, you know, braving the you know, prehistoric world and like eventually finding their way back to each other's families. Uh so you know it was a cute film. Um, you know, I mean it had dinosaurs in it. So, you know, it's definitely a cute uh show for the uh, cute show, uh cute movie for the uh, kids. Toy Story Two, um if I remember correctly, is that the one where they introduced Buzz?
0: No, that's the first one. Toy Story Two is when um Woody uh, dude, that's what. Oh, my yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember. As soon as he's, as soon as he
1: starts speaking out yeah, that's the one where he like meets like the rest of his like posse, and um, yeah, yeah like, yes, he yes. goes off to do his own thing for a while, and like Buzz gets uh reset back to like factory settings, and they turn Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <a> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Wait, no, that's not the no, that's that's in the third one. Where, oh like, yeah, that's the that's, third that's one. Also okay. that does that. Yeah. No, never mind. Yeah. Um. But no, toys. Yeah, and then oh, that's when he meets like the other Buzz. Remember, like they go to the toy store, and there's like version of Buzz, and like he reunites with Zerg, and he's like, "Father." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I think comparing these two side by side, I mean, I think I gotta take Toy Story two again, um, just because it's it's the more well known film. Um, you know, it's it's more memorable. Uh, The Good Dinosaur,
0: you know, great film, but um, I think we gotta go Toy Story two for this one. It's funny because even though I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur. A part of me, and I've heard The Good Dinosaur is one of Pixar's weaker films, but Mm. I don't believe Pixar necessarily has a weak film Mm. in the sense of the messages that Pixar is able to tell in all of its uh, movies. Right. I feel like Toy Story 2 doesn't hit as hard as the other Toy Stories. Okay. Are we going for a shakeup of the bracket here? (sighs) See now, I love Toy Story 2, and I like the message of Woody finding his posse, but see i i don't know if i can give a proper opinion on this because i just have not seen the good dinosaur see, here's the thing in the last couple you know the last
1: minute that we have
0: if we go with the good dinosaur
1: do you see the the other two movies that it has to go up against
0: it's going if we put no the matter, good, no matter with the good dinosaur ahead it is not going through i the know mystery. I, I know. Even if we put Toy Story 2 ahead, I'm sorry. It's not going through past the next ones. It's. So it's you not... know what?
1: With the last minute that we have, why don't we simmer this decision over the break? And then when we come back, we'll come up with our final decision.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right.
1: So while, <laughs> while we do <laughs> that, um, we'll put you guys on suspense for a second between <laughs> which is better, Toy Story 2 or The Good Dinosaur. And yes. uh, let me just quickly stop sharing this uh, before we run out of time. And uh, like I said, we are going to wrap up this first part and we're going to come back and continue our wonderful Pixar bracket. Yes, sir. Well, hello there everybody. And welcome back to our second part of our conversation on our Pixar showdown bracket. Uh, So we've had some time to think about it. Uh, Let me press a couple buttons again and uh, make some magic happen. So boom, just like that. I know, pretty Uh, awesome. The magic of Disney. Uh, I'm gonna try to put us like right here. Um, Actually, I'll just put us back in the middle. I think that's a nice spot,
0: yeah, right there.. Oh, I just realized how that will go. I'll get to later.
1: So uh, where we last left off, we mm-hmm. were discussing on whether or not we wanted to put Toy Story and the Good Dinosaur through. And uh, I think we came to the both to the same conclusion when it came to these two movies. Um so honestly, I'll just let you pick which one you want to put through. Uh Toy Story Two or the Good Dinosaur.
0: I'm going to go with a bit of bit of a surprise here and put the good dinosaur above Toy Story Two.
1: Okay. And even though I do not agree with you, uh we will just do it for the sake of doing it. <laughs> Fair and likely. also because we know what's happening when it comes to this showdown. Yeah, so. But you know basically for you for those of you that do not know whether we put toy story 2 through or the good dinosaur they were never going to compete against either of these two movies yes. um, so it didn't really matter who we put through because it was not making it for further <laughs> yeah. um all right so for the final bracket of this side we have coco versus toy story 4 and uh honestly i haven't seen coco yet um, i've heard great things about it i hear it's a beautiful message um you know could definitely bring a tear to your eye um i've seen toy story 4 i love toy story 4 uh, but in my opinion you know toy story 4 kind of falls off a little bit um it still has a great message Um, the ending is still super sad but um you know was there a need for a fourth one no i don't think so um, i think the story ended pretty nicely with the third one um but you know what it wasn't too terrible um i think everybody kind of got their happy ending in their own way. Um, but I think when you compare these two side by side, um, I I would probably just take Coco right off the bat instead of Toy Story 4.
0: Yeah, I got to say, as much as I do love Toy Story and, you know, their franchise, um, I think Toy Story 4 is an unnecessary movie. Um, as Again, I did like it, but um, it, it has a lot of heart and I do like the different message that it portrays towards the end. But again, I just feel like this was another cash, drab, cash grab and, um, you know, something that wasn't needed. And I feel like Coco is a movie that was needed, brings such a beautiful message, has some of the most insane, beautiful music in an animated film, in any film, in a Pixar film. Colors are amazing. I love how they use the Day of the Dead um, and the message through that in this. I love how they talk about family issues. Um and um it's just it's a beautiful movie it truly is if you haven't if you haven't seen it please go on disney plus right now and uh watch it um and uh again i just uh, personally i think it's miles ahead of toy story 4 so i am gonna put it over toy story 4
1: all right fair enough okay so that wraps up the first part of our bracket on this left side and you know what joey Just because I love you and I'm feeling generous. Um, So, we're gonna start from the bottom here. And I think what we're gonna do, right, is that since you saw elementals and that's the latest Pixar trend, we're gonna put, uh, 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 sorry, we're gonna put elementals here in this empty spot, right? We're gonna include it in the bracket, okay? Okay. It makes sense if it goes here because obviously all the other spots are full. So, Mm -hmm. we're gonna put elementals here. Okay, so we figure that Elementals is obviously going to move on, so they're going to end up right here. Um, so, again, th- that way, you know, one of these movies just doesn't go straight to the semifinals, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it just kind of shakes up the bracket a little bit. Because, you know what? It's our bracket. We can do whatever we want. So
0: Exactly. We do whatever I, we want. I chose, I chose to do
1: that. I mean, I could hit a dab right now. Boom. Just did it. Exactly.
0: Oh, he hit it. Yeah, I could drink some coffee. Just well, kidding. I'm not going to drink the coffee. I fooled oh, you. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: we, we like to change it up here on Tucson's pocket. Exactly.
0: We like to be a little different. I could pull out a lightsaber right now, but you guys wouldn't even know. Oh, it's, <laughs> a, light, it's a lightsaber, but it's in a bag. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we figure
1: elementals will go right here where my uh, mouse is circling around um so who is going to be joining elementals is it going to be cars 2 or brave now i've seen brave um i think it's a pretty it, it, it's a nice story um it's it's more of about like um i think the message behind it is being like independent as a woman um because you know all she wants to do is like compete in all these like you know manly Uh, games and activities and stuff like that and uh you know they want to dress her like a princess and she has to get married and everything and i remember they have that like um short little contest where like all these like suitors are like doing all these things to like impress her and she just cannot stand it and like she like eventually just goes down to the archery range and then just like embarrasses all of them um so cute message behind it um i know something happens to the mom and she becomes a bear um But uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, Um, so some of the parts of it are still uh, foggy. Uh, Cars 2, um, I like Cars 2. I know some people, you know, don't. Uh, I think the international part kind of ruins it for people, which is understandable. Um, But I love Cars 2. I love all the international cars. I love all the races. I think it's super cool. Francisco, one only. Exactly. Uh, Even, like, the little, like, espionage, like, spy thing going on behind the scenes was pretty cool, too, um, with, like, Mater and everything. That was pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I mean, between these two, it's... it's Honestly, it's really hard. Um, I don't know. I think... I, I might get hate for this, but I think I'm going to put Cars
0: 2 over Brave. Interesting. Now, again, I don't really know either because I feel like Brave has a message and Cars 2 doesn't. I feel like Cars 2 is just, you know, funny. At the same time, like, not every movie needs a message, you know? I know not every movie has a message, but I feel like Cars 2 goes nowhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you could argue that McQueen is going on the world stage now competing against, you know, other world-famous cars, which... Yeah, that's cool and all, but they completely, basically, forget about that and then just go on this thing about Mater becoming a spy, and it, and and then they have a deadly car that blows up other cars with a laser. It, I I don't know. It's again, the Cars Two isn't is that a spider? Finn, that? McMissile,
1: Finn McMissile. Missile, British intelligence. Toe Mater, average intelligence. <laughs>
0: cars 2 isn't like i i I would watch it i could watch cars 2 multiple times um brave i I feel like is one of the weaker princess movies and i feel like they I, i i get what they're trying to play at but i feel like they 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 don't do it in the best way you know um I mean, I
1: agree. I mean, I, I think Brave is, like, you know, one of the weaker movies when it comes to princesses, but, um, you know, I think there's still a good message behind it, but I think it comes down to, like, watchability, and if you had to choose between these two movies to watch, like, for a whole day, like, which one are you choosing? I mean,
0: just because, like, I don't know, I guess I am a sucker for Mater, so, like, I'd probably choose Cars 2. Mater, average intelligence. All right
1: i going to choose. Okay. So we just assume that it's going to be Cars 2 versus Elementals. Um, and again, you know, Elementals will take up this like imaginary spot right here. So, okay. all right. So, moving on to probably one of the harder choices out of this whole entire bracket. We got some two giants going up against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Monsters Inc. versus Finding Nemo. All right. Uh, Finding Nemo, classic movie, um, story of a father looking for his son. And, uh, you know, what better partner to have than a fish that has no idea who she is and has short-term memory <laughs> loss. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, even watching Nemo go on his little adventure um, was pretty fun, too. I mean, everything from the, you know, wreckages of the submarines and the sharks to the dentist uh, fish tank and uh, shark bait. Um, <laughs> you know, it have got some classic scenes from that movie. I mean, that you could just quote over and over again. I mean, you know, you've got the seagulls. Um, you know, on the other hand, uh, monsters Inc. Again, another classic movie, you know, Mike Wazowski killing it. You know, he's a total, uh, Chad, you know, he's just risen up girls left and right. Um, yeah. you know, Sully, just a big giant teddy bear. You know, you gotta love him. Um, you know, especially when, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, that kid comes through the door, you know, and I think they just call her kitty. Um, you know, she's adorable.
0: Well, she calls Sully Kitty, I think, because he looks like a big. Oh, they Batman. call her
1: Boo. I'm sorry, they call her Boo. Yeah. yeah. Um, some funny scenes with that. Um, overall, great movie. I mean, I love, I love Monsters Inc. Um, but at the same time, I love Finding Nemo too. I love both of them. There's, there's such great films. They have such um, nostalgia to them. Uh, you know, again, these are the films that like made Pixar who they are. <sighs> Oh, man.
0: Let me give my opinion before you decide. Okay, go ahead. Um, Again, I think this is probably the most difficult one that we've had to think about so far uh, because these are two of Pixar's giants. These could easily be in everybody's top fives, top threes. These could be people's tops. Who knows? Um, Both of them are very different in the sense of what their story is. Again, one is about this kid who uh, is... um, you know, he has a uh, basically a birth defect because of what happened with um, the mom and the eggs. And, uh, you know, he's bullied for it and then ends up uh, going on his own journey while the father has to try to search the whole ocean for his son and does anything to try to go find his son. While well, the son also goes on his own journey himself in a dentist's fish tank. Um, and it's a touching story. It's, it's uh, you know, it has some great animation it has some beautiful music um and I do like how it brings us to the ocean Monsters Inc again a completely different story has monsters um that you know obviously aren't scary um you know we have these two friends that you know are kind of pretty different uh, you know, one brains, one bronze, almost, uh, you know, and we see this world where it's a monster world uh, where they feed off of human fear. And, you know, the, the journey they go through and eventually change how that world works at the end of it, um, you know, through their experience with uh, Boo. Um, and it's a touching story. It's, um, you know, both of them are pretty touching. Um, personally... I'm going to have to go with Finding Nemo. Mm.
1: See, not only was I thinking about these two movies, but then I was thinking about, okay, well, both of these movies kind of had like sequels in their own right. You know, like Finding Mm -hmm. Nemo had Finding Dory. Monsters, Inc. had Monsters University. Um, And when I think of consistency, uh, you know, I think, you know, Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University has the better consistency. Because I mean, I love Monsters University. I don't know about you. Um, I, I, thought, I thought it was a great movie. Um, You know, Uzma Kappa. Um, Uzma Kappa. And, uh, you know, Finding Dory, I mean, again, I I think I've seen it like once. And, um, you know, it wasn't too memorable. Again, it was cute. But I don't know. I, I got to go Monsters, Inc. here. I, uh, you know, I got to look at it from like a more um, analytical standpoint. And I just, this is so hard. But I feel like I got to be different. I got to go with Monsters, Inc.
0: Alright, well, what do we what do we do now? <laughs> How do we... Because, um, I mean, I get what you're saying in terms of consistency, but I'm not thinking about Monsters University or Finding Dory. I'm thinking about Finding Nemo and Monsters, Inc.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, you know, and, and I'm thinking about both of them as well. It's just that... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out which... I don't know. If I had to choose which one to watch again, I'd probably choose Monsters, Inc. over Finding Nemo. Uh... I don't know. Um...
0: It's so hard because both of these I think belong in. I would put both of these actually no because it's hard. This right side is harder. Yeah. Because both of these would normally go to like the semifinals. So to go out the first round is rough for. You know either. what?
1: You know what? I'm I'm giving this to Monsters Inc. Just because I see a matchup like two two spaces above it, and I know we're gonna choose the other one over, over you know Monsters University. So uh-huh. because of that, I'm going to put Monsters, Inc. through just so yeah. we still have some Monsters, Inc. content. Um, I know we didn't choose Finding Dory, but again, it's just because what Finding Dory came up against. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to scroll up. Uh, it came up against Toy Story right off the bat, and there was no argument for that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to choose Monsters, Inc. And plus, I'm the one controlling it, so I can choose whatever I want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um,
1: all right, so moving on. Again, that was hard, man. Uh, yeah. We got The Incredibles two versus Inside Out. Um, right away, I'm going to go a little bit of a hot take here, and I'd put Inside Out over Incredibles two. Honestly, um, I feel like Incredibles is the more rememberable movie. Um, I don't remember much about Incredibles two, besides the fact that, like, you know, the mom she goes off and she does her own thing for a little bit. Um, and then that's kind of it. I don't really remember anything else besides that, to be honest. Uh, and Inside Out, um, again, a really cute story. Um, I think it's a good story to show to kids, um, you know, kind of on how to, like, you know, handle their emotions and their feelings and, you know, how they navigate those feelings and emotions, like, through life, you know, especially at a young age, um, mm-hmm. especially the whole thing with, um, uh, what, what's it, what was his name, Bismo, Gizmo, what was his name? bing bong bing bong i don't know where (laughs) i got gizmo from yeah bing bong that whole that whole thing basically like bing bong was like the child like the the embodiment of like childhood imagination and like Mm -hmm. letting that go to like letting your childhood imagination go to like basically mature you know or like move on to the next stage of your life was was really touching it's it's really like a strong sense you know (laughs) Saying that <laughs> there is going to come a time you are going to have to let go of your childhood innocence and imagination, and you're going to have to start seeing the reality of, uh, you know, a possibly harsh world, you know, but at the same time, the world might be good. Um, and I think Inside Out has a beautiful message. Um, you know, it's got a couple of funny parts. Uh, again, you know, I enjoy The Incredibles, you know, I, I enjoyed Incredibles too, but you know, looking at these side by side, I think I would take Inside Out over it.
0: Um, I would honestly probably agree with you. Uh, I don't remember much about Incredibles two. Um, I just feel like it doesn't hit as hard as the first one in terms of its story. Yeah, uh, it's you know kind of a new world we're being introduced to, even though it is a world we were already introduced to. But I feel like the villain doesn't hit as much. Um, I feel like the new superhero team ups aren't as uh, memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Jack in this one. Um, you know, and I like the mom. I like that the mom has a little more story. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, kind of a forgettable film. And Inside Out is, it's a fairly simple, you know, story, you know, just using our emotions to basically, you know, tell this story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that everybody can relate to. And um, I think it does really well in a sense of, uh, you know, what age range they do it um, while also. Portraying other people's emotions as well, um, and having this little story within somebody's head of this childlike imagination character, and that's a that's a uh, that's a hard scene uh, to watch. So I do say Inside Out does have the edge over Incredibles too.
1: All right, well said. Inside Out over Incredibles too. Um, okay, next bracket, uh, real easy. We got uh, Up versus Monsters University. Again, I love Master University, was uh, Kappa. I think their origin story is great. Uh, I know a lot of people like kind of hate on Masi University. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's an enjoyable film. Um, but again, Up, such a classic. Again, like that's easily top five, top three Pixar of all time. Such a beautiful message, um, and especially the new short that you just told me about before Elementals was really touching. Um, overall, definitely a tearjerker and really enjoyable to watch. Um and, uh, you know, I mean, I'll just click it for us. I mean, you know, obviously yeah. up, obviously, Up is going to go through, you know. Yeah, there's no obviously. debate. Yeah, there's, there's really no debate. Um, all right, moving to the final one of this side. We have Wally versus Cars.
0: This is rough. Um...
1: Now, I'm going to be honest. We, we've shown some love to Cars um, in this bracket already. Um, so I don't really feel bad when I say this, but I want to take Wally over Cars. Um, now, I love Cars. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's a great film. Um, but, you know, the thing with Pixar films that y- there seems to be like themes or messages that are like are imbued with these films. Right. And I feel like with Cars there's really not much of a message, at least in the first one. Um you know, I mean, I guess you could say Lightning McQueen learns to be, you know, kind of this like, you know, hot shot, you know, big shot guy to, you know, finding his humility, you know, becoming more humble, you know, and, you know, learning racing, you know, from it's like, you know, from the ground up, you know, like the older traditions, because obviously we see in the very beginning, he's like cocky, you know, he's very popular, he's winning all these races. And then he just stumbles upon this, you know, town, and then he thinks that like everybody else is like inferior to him. And then like, you know, Doc kind of puts him in his place and he learns like the old style of racing. And he learns to become like more humble and like, you know, grow his relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think there's such a beautiful message behind Wally. Um that could even be seen up until this present day. Cause I mean, this all has to do with like basically the end of the world, you know, global warming, you know, humanity couldn't sustain earth, you know, earth kind of imploded on itself and now humanity is like in space, like floating in spaceships. And we have this lonely little robot, you know, named Wally just going around and making cubes out of debris and dirt and, and garbage. And uh, you know, he's kind of longing for like what humanity once was, because he's like constantly watching those films and he's looking for love, which is kind of, odd but at the same time it makes sense because he's alone so he's looking for that companionship um you know and then we see he comes into contact with uh with eve and um you know from there their story grows and it's definitely a memorable film uh it's again it's definitely top five um you know when it comes to pixar um it has such a strong message behind it um it, you know even for the future i mean because again when we meet humanity i mean they're all they're all big and they're all fat and lazy. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's kind of scary to think about because honestly, it's not too far off. It's kind of true. So, uh, you know, we see and then I think at the end, you know, the story wraps up beautifully when, um, you know, the humans finally get back to Earth and, you know, they work towards like rebuilding the planet, Um, which again, I mean, conveys the beautiful message about like, you know, trying to take care of the planet, like loving each other um, and loving the Earth and, um, you know, overall, the little romantic relationship between like Wally and Evie is really touching. I mean, especially the parts where she like shuts down and like he's doing like all these like little adventures for her and like taking care of her. It's really sweet. Yeah. And then when he shuts down himself and kind of forgets her for a little bit, you know, a- again, it, they both mirror off each other so well. Um, it's such a great film. And, um, you know, that's why I would put Wally over Cars
0: yeah i was if you pick cars i was gonna debate you so hard on wally um <laughs> wally is one of my tops so i would 100 i mean you explained everything kind of to a t um again these are both original car um pixar films uh but i feel like wally hits so much harder than cars and it's a message that is true and still can be seen to this day and possibly i mean hopefully not down the line but possibly this could be mirroring the future yeah um which is crazy um and now th- th- just what since you put it there that's going oh, to be difficult it's I, it's I, going to be a very difficult decision
1: oh god i just realized what's going up against oh yeah, god that's, that's gonna that's um, gonna be a rough decision all right so that kind of like finishes out like the round of 16 so to speak now we're going to um the finals the yeah. Uh, yeah, you no, we're, we're like in like the final eight or something. I don't know. Um, we're we're in this we're in the second round, basically, so to speak. Um, so these rounds should go kind of faster because we've already like basically described the movies and you know why they're better over the others. Um, so we're gonna start with the left side again. Uh, Toy Story versus The Incredibles. Son of a bitch. That's a oh, that's a good matchup too. Ugh.
0: You know, The Incredibles is a wonderful superhero story. It's also a wonderful family story. And I do enjoy the villain. Toy Story. It's an interesting story in the sense of it focuses on toys. Mm-hmm. It talks about this, you know, this one toy. Yeah, but then you can still knows. argue
1: that like this, the like, Toy Story also kind of has that family aspect to it too, because all the toys consider themselves like one big family.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, and, you know, we have this character, of Buzz, who doesn't realize he's a toy, mm. and Woody teaches him how to be a toy, but Buzz also teaches him mm. stuff as well, and in the end, obviously, you know, they both kind of bounce off each other and become these great friends. <sighs> I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go Toy Story here. It's hard, because I don't think Toy, I don't think the original Toy Story is the best Toy Story movie. No, I, I, yeah, I think that goes to Toy Story three. Yeah,
1: okay, so we're both in agreement there. Yeah, and I
0: do love, I do love The Incredibles, and I think it's a really good superhero film, and I think it's a great family film as well. Uh huh. But I just feel like Toy Story can do so much with its characters, and it, it balances so well, and it's kind of the start of Pixar. Right. So I have to put Toy Story above it too. Yeah, I agree.
1: Plus, I think when we're looking at consistency, I think Toy Story had the better movies overall. I mean, Incredibles, they only made two movies. Um, and really, the first one is only the more memorable one. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so now we got Soul versus Toy Story 3. Um, this might be a hot take, but I got to take Toy Story 3. Um, I I cannot see Toy Story 3 go out so early because, again, it's <laughs> probably, we we agreed it's like the best Toy Story film. Um, and I... I keep going back to that final scene with the garbage incinerator. I feel like that scene alone has to be like the icing on the cake for like taking it over. Soul. I mean, I, I totally believe you when you say like soul has a beautiful message. Uh, it's a great movie. I'm sure it is. But again, there's just something about toy story three. I mean, you get, you got that family bond, right. You know, you got them all going out holding hands. I mean, come on. Like I, I gotta take Toy Story 3 over Soul. I, I just, I can't.
0: I have to say, both of these films are great and I think both of the messages hit so hard depending on how you feel about certain things. Um, I just think Toy Story 3 is able to cover so much more and I, it's just fascinating to me how they th- do it through the lens of toys, mm-hmm. you know, and how not only do they they can discuss the toys lives, but also kind of how people are growing up and you know at the end they kind of accept the fact that andy is leaving and you know that they have a new journey elsewhere and i, um, I think
1: toy story like you said i think toy story is great because they're able to convey all these serious messages with toys and i mean that's why this franchise yeah. is so successful you know yeah for sure so are we taking toy story three yeah all right you know what i hate to see again the... Don't blame us, all right? It's the way that the the website shuffled the board, okay? If any of these movies were in yeah. different spots, we'd be having a totally different conversation. Yeah. Um, all right. We got A Bug's Life versus Ratatouille. Um, I'm taking Ratatouille here. Um, you know, in my opinion, there's really no argument here. Um, again, Ratatouille, I think the more memorable Pixar film um, still has that great message behind it. And, um, you know, they both have to deal with animals. Um, so I think... Because of that, I think even though one is Bugs and one of them is, is Rats, uh, I think Ratatouille gets the better message across. I think it's just a better film overall, and that's why I would take it over a Bugs Life.
0: Um, i got to say uh, I'm probably going to end up going with Ratatouille over to Bugs Life. Uh, I feel like Bugs Life doesn't get enough credit for what it is because it actually is one of the earlier Pixar films. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, I feel like it is a little more simpler of a story, um, and I do like the world that it portrays. Uh, but I feel yeah, like
1: that like cricket villain was actually pretty scary too.
0: Yeah, like it does have a really good villain as well. Um, I feel like just again, I'm all about messages and life in the in Pixar films, and I feel like Ratatouille just does it better than A Bug's Life, so I, I'm gonna have to take it over A Bug's Life.
1: All right, okay, Ratatouille over A Bug's Life um okay um really no argument here um, we don't just, need to discuss we're, we just, know going we're, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just <laughs> we gonna <laughs> um enough said uh again whether, whether it was toy story 2 or the good dinosaur nothing was going over coco we don't really need yeah. to go into detail about that um okay so obviously this imaginary bracket um we're gonna have cars 2 uh, versus elementals and um, based on how you described it, how you talked about it, um, and I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like Elementals would go over Cars 2 in this debate. Is that fair enough to say? Um, yes, okay. yes. All right. Um, yeah, okay. So again, just everybody that's watching, just pitch your Elementals here <laughs> um, instead of Cars 2. Um. All right. Now, Inside Out versus Monsters, Inc. Okay. So for this... Inside Out has the better message, right? But when it comes to nostalgia and it comes to watchability and popularity, I think Monsters 8, Inc. takes the cake. And I think when you put all these like side by side, um, like, you know, all these factors side by side, I think Monsters, Inc. has enough to top Inside Out.
0: I feel like Monsters, Inc. is just more original in the sense of, yes, all the Pixar films are pretty original but inside out is a story about emotions so we you know everybody knows what emotions are but monsters inc again they do it in a way where they take a world run by monsters you know made to create fear to run their world and somehow they go on this journey and the message changes completely towards the end of the movie Mm -hmm. so it's they do a lot in this one film and it has stood the test of time in my opinion and if it's able to do that I would put it over Inside Out. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, I know you saw the message pop up. Do you think we're going to have enough time to finish this whole bracket um, in this part?
0: Like what we're going to debate now? Yeah, this.
1: Okay. No, I'm saying like, you know, do you think we're going to have enough to like, you know, wrap up the whole uh, episode into two parts or do you think we're going to have to like go into a third part?
0: No, I don't think we're going to wrap up the whole episode in two parts. Okay. All right. That's uh, really rough.
1: Okay, so we got Wally versus Up.
0: Oh, I, don't think so. um,
1: I think what we should do is that we shouldn't think about it too hard. Um, when I count down from three, we'll just say what's at the top of our head, and then we'll talk about it, okay? Uh, All right, ready? Uh-huh. Three, two, one, Wally. Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Okay. Um, so it seems like the rest of this part is going to be a discussion on Wally versus Up. So this is gonna have to go into a third part, but um, you know, uh
0: we need we need some time to talk about this. Um okay, so right off the bat, we both know that these movies are pretty different.
1: Right. Well, let, let's let's break it down by okay, we, we acknowledge that they're both different, but let's break it down by the messages they're trying to portray, right? So when it comes to up, what do you think the message behind up is trying to portray?
0: So the biggest message I get behind up is adventure, moving on, and finding a new, finding new lives, finding new ways, and you know, not holding on to the past. Doesn't say you have to give up the past, but it's okay to have this new life. You know. Okay. Now Again. Move
1: now move from up and then go to Wally. Now, what story is Wally trying to portray?
0: Wally to me is imagination, longing, and honestly love, not not even just between, you know, him and Eva, but just the love that it seems like he has for the world, the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wally is a very interesting film and I I love Wally. And I love Up. I think because Up up kills me and I think it kills everyone in the sense of Carl and Ellie's story. That is a, such a sad story and it's so beautiful to see and the music is amazing. Wally with a movie with such few words, it it pulls on your heartstrings and it it, it Says a lot without saying a lot. So, so
1: when we sit here and we talk about stories, you know, and and like the message behind these two movies, which one do you think has the? I mean, again, they both have great messages, but which one do you think is the better message? Because first, because we gotta see which one we gotta we gotta break it down by like different characters. Well, we gotta what, see which what, one has the better message first.
0: What's the message at the end of Wally? In your opinion, in my opinion,
1: I feel like the message at the end of Wally is just to learn to to love and find hope again. You know, what's,
0: what's the message at the end of Up? the
1: The message at the end of Up is to just remember the times you had, cherish the memories you had, and to let go and start your new adventure.
0: I feel like, because I feel like they both teach love. I feel like up in the beginning, we see Carl almost has no love anymore. Yeah. you know he he is f- trying so hard
1: to the thing fight. Is, I the feel people. like
0: I feel like up doesn't teach
1: love. because
0: – Well, think about I, it. I'm not I talking like... love in the sense of romance. I'm talking love in the sense of just general life. Because think about it, he's the last house in this city. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't it think is, it's.
1: I don't think it's more of a, a love for life. I think it's more of like he's learning to like appreciate the love that he had, and he's learning to like let go and move on to that next. I mean, because even there, there's a scene in the movie where doesn't like his wife like sign off on a book like basically telling him to like start his like next adventure. So like
0: that's that's why it says adventure is out there.
1: Right. It's it's all about him trying to deny the fact that like you know he's not over it. Like he he he's not over her yet. Like he wants to achieve what they set out to do, and then he learns throughout the movie to like officially let go and move on and know that it's okay because he'll always have those memories with her, he'll always love her, he'll always cherish the time he had with her, but he learns to move on and appreciate what he had and prepare himself for the next adventure. I think Wally continues that message of love all throughout the film. Cause at the end of the film, not only do Wally and Eva learn to love themselves and, you know, love the other robots, but the humans learn to love themselves again and love one another and love the planet enough to get off their chairs and take steps onto the planet and help the planet rebuild. So you have a message of love prevails versus letting go and cherishing the ones you loved.
0: I don't know, because I feel like we're interpreting it differently. Because I believe both our interpretations are right, in a sense. I don't know. Because honestly, when I think about Wally, I don't even think about the humans. I think about Wally and Eve. And -hmm. then when I think of Up, I think about – Carl is a focal point. But I also think about the journey that Carl goes on. Well, I mean,
1: I think when we're looking at stories, I think we could agree that – I think if I had to break it down by story and which one had the better one or the message, I, I I think Up has the better message. I mean, I, again, it's hard, um, but I think when you break down the message and you you interpret what it's supposed to represent, I think Up has the more impactful message because it basically sums up love and moving on and letting go, like all into one movie where Wally just kind of focuses on love, you know, Up expands upon love and also touches upon loss and grief and sadness and then you know getting over that and you know overcoming you know all that so i think up has the better better message behind it
0: i feel like again i think both movies do a lot in their respective stories but i just feel like if we're talking if we're if we're really looking at so many things i just think up, up has a little more and it, it might be because it has multiple characters rather than Wally kind of just having Wally Eva and then some random humans and robots here and there. So I think just because it has those extra characters and you know, we go on this a little more we go on this journey to not really multiple places, but through different areas, I just feel like it gives it the edge up of Wally. And honestly, I would not put Wally out this soon. I would want it in my top four, and I would really leave it for the top four. But unfortunately, the way this stacked up, one of them has to go. And right now, up is, in my opinion, going to still stay above Wally. No matter how much I love Wally, it's, it, it's just staying above it. If we're really getting down and dirty with all the, you know, uh, story, message, characters you know animation we could go on and on uh
1: i hate to 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 burst your roll but we do have less than a minute left so we are going to have to think about this um we are going to have to debate and when we come back for our third and final part ladies and gentlemen we will have the final answer of who is going through wally (laughs) or up please stay tuned (laughs)
0: i'll do the intro hello there everyone and welcome back to our final part of our pixar bracket episode uh if you guys don't know we left off on wally and up and we are be we are going to be taking a little break um of trying to make that decision because it is probably the hardest decision uh we have made on this list so far uh we are joined by two new guests um if you guys uh, have not seen my instagram this is our official mascot of two Sons podcast kevin say hi kevin uh, and, uh, that is, is um, our
1: support, uh, Squishmallow
0: named Java. Everybody say hello, Java. Hello, Java. All right. Um, and with that being said, let's get back to yeah. our bracket. Philip, you've got to click on some buttons and then we'll
1: be that there. Sure. will. let me, uh, let me work my magic here. Okay. pop, Bob, Bob. Let me. Switch this screen to this. Ba, ba,
0: ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. All oh, right, so like I, I said, it's... we're
1: taking a break from Wally versus Up for now because we're both at odds. So we don't want to take too much time uh, away from the other movies. So we're going to move on to um, the quarterfinals for the rest of the brackets. So for the first one on the left here, we have Toy Story versus Toy Story 3. Now again, they're both Toy Story movies. Obviously, Toy Story was the start of the Pixar franchise. Uh, really made Pixar what it is today. Um, but as we discussed before and for, with a couple of the other brackets, Toy Story 3 is probably the best Toy Story film of that you know trilogy. I mean, I know there was a fourth movie, but you know everybody remembers the Toy Story trilogy. It's the best out of all the films. Um, I think it has the strongest message attached to it. And um, you know, comparing these two films side by side, I just think Toy Story 3 brings a lot more to the table than the original Toy Story. Um, and I think a, a part of Toy Story 3's success has to do with Toy Story. So, I mean, obviously without Toy Story, there would never would have been a Toy Story 3. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's basically the reason why Toy Story 3 gets it above Toy Story because it's more fleshed out. It has a lot more in it um and again it's probably the the best movie of uh the toy story franchise so
0: yeah i mean as as much as i do like toy story and uh as much as it pretty much uh, in my opinion i feel like it marks the beginning of pixar um toy story 3 is just again it's the third um in this trilogy so obviously they've been able to learn a lot you know uh Find out a lot with their animation characters, introduce new characters, and honestly, it has one of the best villains in any animated film, um, especially in animated Pixar films. Um, and I just think I, I I love what they also do with the daycare in the sense of toys like being locked up and you know even having this secret ring where the toys gamble and Plus, it
1: probably has like one of the most like. Depressing final acts like of any Pixar movie, where like Andy is playing with his toys one final time. I mean, come on! Besides the garbage shoot scene, it also has Andy playing with his toys for the last time. I mean, come on! This it's, movie literally um, required you to bring like a, a box of tissues with you to, to the movies.
0: It's a heavy hitter for sure. So I mean, uh, I I don't really think there was any debate in who would win in the sense of Toy Story and Toy Story Three. Uh, I think Toy Story Three has to take it. And that's the first one in the semifinals.
1: Uh, actually, it's the quarterfinals. We're in the
0: quarterfinals. Yeah.
1: No, we're not we're in the semis. No, we're in the quarters. Cause see, these actually. Oh no, never mind. I lied. Sorry. Never mind. I take it back. I take it back. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. Down here in the quarterfinals, we have Ratatouille versus Coco. And honestly, I need you to persuade me on why we should put Coco through over Ratatouille.
0: Okay. Um. So again. We can debate on the different stories all day long, but, um, how I'll explain Coco is Coco starts off in a fairly big family. Um, what's it called? The character of Miguel, I believe is his name. Uh, you know, their family hates music and they hate music because mama Coco's father walked out on them. Um, Miguel finds comfort and happiness in music, and that is where he he goes to try to get the guitar to be able to play. in... Um, I forgot exactly the name of it, but he just he he wants the guitar to play in um, uh, like a tournament or like a contest. And this is where he basically ends up going to the uh, land of the dead, and this is where he ends up meeting his. I believe it's his great, great grandfather, ba- basically Mama Coco's father, um, who all along he was framed by um, uh, who everybody idolized. Um, and, uh, he you know, he ended up actually being poisoned by him. And that's how he actually died. Um, and music was everything to him. But he said he said that the song of his life was Coco, his daughter. Um, and it's just a beautiful story in a sense of Miguel also fighting to go back to, you know, the living world, but throughout this journey, he wants to fight to get his, you know, family back to the world as well, you know, learning and, you know, almost, and at some points not forgiving him. And at the end, they honestly almost both die and, um, it just it's it's so hard when you haven't seen the movie to really interpret it for yourself um it's just there's so much in the coco not only in the sense of its colors its music the culture the um the the heart it has i mean especially when we're talking about the land of the dead you know this is you know a place where everybody goes to live out their eternal life but somebody like Mama Coco's uh, father who if you're forgotten then you're gone forever you wither away in the land of the dead and you know you can never cross that you know bridge again so it's 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 a it's a pretty big story in the sense where a lot goes on but it's pretty simple to follow and it's just it's beautifully written um ratatouille what
1: what does, what does coco have over ratatouille
0: that makes it the better choice coco has a family aspect a love aspect
1: can you not argue that ratatouille also has a family aspect
0: not necessarily because we're not really focusing on a family in Ratatouille. We're focusing on two main characters. Pretty yeah, much but isn't like Remy
1: trying to be accepted by his family because like they think not, they, they, they think it's weird that they they think
0: it's weird that he wants to cook, so they learn to accept him towards the end. But he's not like his thing isn't to be accepted. His thing is to try. His thing is to go and chase his dreams mm-hmm. and prove to his family of what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco is very similar, and that's kind of what Miguel does, because they they hate that he plays music. But what's, they, what's the me- me-
1: what's what's the message? Like, if you were to walk into the theater and watch Coco, what's the message you're supposed to learn from that movie? From Coco, I, like, I feel like with Ratatouille, you're ba- it's basically teaching you no matter how big or small, you know, shape or size, you know, like like the line says, anybody could cook. You know, if you put your mind to it, you could achieve anything, and you could, you know become successful and i think that's exactly what remy does you know anybody could cook he learns how to cook he becomes successful when nobody thought he could do it and that shows kids that you know they could do whatever they want as long as they put their minds to it and they believe in themselves so like what is what what would coco teach a kid like when they went to the future
0: um (laughs) coco teaches basically not only the story of finding, it it teaches several different lessons. There's not one big lesson in Coco because there are so many stories going on. Again, we see the story of this family resenting Coco's father for God knows how many years, pretty much since Coco was a kid because of what happened. And we see resentment and hate. And then towards the end, we see Forgiveness and love and lessons learned by this family, not only like just just one character of Miguel, but the journey that Miguel goes on to not only try to essentially save his, I guess, great, great grandmother, I believe, or maybe actually, I think it's just his grandma to save his grandma. Um, but also the journey that he helps his not even knowing his great grandfather. No. Great-great-grandfather. I don't exactly know uh, the, the terms. Great-great-grandfather or whatever.
1: Now, but- let me ask you this. When you think of the Pixar movies, is there any other Pixar movie you could think of that has the message behind it in which the message is, no matter who you are, if you put your mind to something, if you're passionate about something, you can achieve whatever dream you set out to to achieve. Does any other movie convey that message besides Ratatouille? Where where the character is setting out to achieve a dream that he doesn't think is possible and towards the end of the film he is able to achieve that dream because he never gave up. Does any other Pixar film do that besides Ratatouille?
0: You can't even argue that message though because every Pixar I can, I can answer the question answer the no, question can't. answer the question you could, you could argue pro- – you could probably argue the first cars No, in the sense of McQueen. No,
1: you, no, you can't because McQueen was already a good racer before he got to uh, that little car town.
0: Yeah, but you could argue that Remy was a good cook before he had the tools.
1: Yeah, but this is Remy. Yes, he was a good cook in his world, but Lightning McQueen was already a good racer in his world. He was just learning to be a better person. He was already a good racer, but when he became a better person... So what's
0: the he, message in Ratatouille to become a better... To no, become the more message skilled in Ratatouille
1: is that you're taking a rat, right, that is not supposed to be able to cook, okay? And yes, it, he might have been a good cook in his world, okay? But he's stepping into the real world, the human world. And even though he is small, even though he is a rat, and people will look at him and think he's disgusting, he doesn't belong in the kitchen... He sets out and he achieves his dreams and he shows to everybody that he could be just as good of a cook as any human can. In cars, he's already a good racer, but he learns to become a better car or I guess he learns to become a better.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. He learns to become a better car or person over the movie, which in the end makes him a better racer because he, because he becomes a better person.
0: But what's your point with Ratatouille's message? Because not that every Pixar the only movie has Pixar the movie, message.
1: It's the only Pixar movie in this list that portrays that certain message. There are so many films out there that portray the same message as Coco. That what? Coco well, I'm, I... Not exactly pixar if you can't films. name a
0: film off the bat then you can't even if it's not a pixar film i'm, I'm not
1: I don't, i'm don't. i not putting coco over ratatouille i don't think coco i'm not putting better,
0: ratatouille over coco i don't I think just, it, i don't think it portrays a better message i, I don't I realistically don't i don't think ratatouille does as much as coco does and all of coco has so many the way you just the
1: way you describe coco to me it seems like they learn to what forgive the family and
0: like but you argue that life. it's not all about message either we're not even just talking about messages here.
1: Yeah, but your arguments for why Coco is better than Ratatouille is all about the messages that it portrays.
0: Since when? Since I just I just people. told you Coco has more elements to it. Like what? Describe these elements. Coco's colors. Coco's music. Yeah, well, that, that's
1: that's just obviously it's that's smart. gonna
0: be true because you're
1: taking the day of the, the day of the dead, you're taking Mexican tradition and holiday versus Paris. I mean, so there's obviously gonna be more color, more vibrancy, because it's a totally different culture.
0: I mean Again, you know, you're arguing which what like if we're arguing in the terms of film, we have to take every single element into effect of the worlds that it's in. I just think Coco is a more interesting world to watch a film in. I mean, yeah, like Frank, I think. Whatever, it's I, don't more, really I
1: think like it. it's a more interesting world, but we've seen whether these movies display it or not. We see that these movies usually have some sort of message behind it. You know, and although Coco is, you know, nice to look at, ooh, uh like, you know, the characters It's not
0: even just nice to look at though. It's there are so many different messages in it. It's not one clear-cut message really. And people might argue that it isn't one cl- clear-cut message. You have to really watch the movie several times to understand a clear-cut message of what it is. Okay, well we
1: are going we are going to put a pin in that real quick cuz I do not want to spend like a whole 30 minutes talking about it. Um Okay, obviously Elementals is already into the semifinals. Uh, we all know that. Um, so, do you think we can finally put the Wally and the Up debate to to rest now? Can we? Can we choose one, or do we have to go back to
0: to Ratatouille and Coco? I don't know because I have my answer for Up and can we, Wally. Can we do a fair trade? If I give you Coco, can we do Wally? I don't want to do a fair trade though. I want this. This needs. <laughs> I see your points in Wally and I see your points in Ratatouille. But I just feel like again, we could talk about Pixar in the terms of messages. We could and talk And I feel the same
1: people. way. I see your points in up, oh, but I don't see your points in Coco. You
0: you lose me with Coco. I, I don't I don't see your points in Coco But you're not understanding not even just my points. You're not understanding it as a film, as a yeah, whole but You've made you've made a better argument
1: and you've described elementals better. Because you Bob just has, saw that. Up is a Coco. little
0: more of a clear-cut story and path. Coco is of Coco is different in the sense of what type of movie it is. Again, it's not like a clear-cut thing of two characters, even though Miguel and what the fuck is his name? Don't exactly remember his name. But you could argue that it is kind of two main characters going on this sort of journey. But it's completely different from how Up tells the story than Coco. Just like Wally is different from how Ratatouille... Well,
1: I will was. tell you this now. If we put Coco over Ratatouille, I'm not putting Coco over Toy Story 3. And if that's going to be another conversation, then we're going to be here for like four or five different parts. Because I'm not putting Coco over Toy Story 3.
0: It's just, it's just, I, I, I don't think for Ratatouille. Me, I, I think, think me, out of all Pixar movies, I don't think Ratatouille is strong enough to argue against Coco. If it was Wally Up or for me, it doesn't Toy matter which one we put or <Singh>, through. Zingh, maybe me, I will.
1: For me, it doesn't matter which one we put through. Whether Ratatouille or Coco goes through, it's gonna be Toy Story three for me all day.
0: I honestly think if you're arguing as strongly as you are for Ratatouille, you would argue as strong as it uh, against Toy Story three.
1: No, because – no, that, that's – I could argue a strong for Ratatouille against Coco, but when it comes down to Toy Story 3 and Ratatouille, I could analyze which one I think is the better movie from the both of them.
0: But again, that's what I'm analyzing here in terms of which one's a better movie. I'm not just focus- – again, it seems like Ratatouille, we're focusing on the message in this one. Now we have to take into account the movie as a whole, and personally, I think Coco as a whole is just a better movie.
1: Okay, whatever. We're, we're doing Coco. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Being annoying. Uh huh. Because we're gonna be here forever if we don't.
0: Decide. That's how you have to debate movies. You have to bring up several points about it. Yeah, but and the we thing is, like, we heart as much as we want because that's the thing is, like, you you, does, you, but you you
1: you to me the backstory, and then you're talking about all these elements, but I'm not I, I'm not hearing a single element that was in this movie that makes it better than Ratatouille. How you're not hearing a single element? Because you never told me any of the elements. You were just like, oh, they have a lot of elements. It's like, what elements? Like, I mean, okay, The Day of the Dead. Yeah, cool. Okay. Like it, it looks really great. Like animation, great. I I totally understand that. Characters, again, great. Music, great. But like what elements does Ratatouille have then? Again, it has a great message. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the characters, th- okay. I mean, come on. The like, characters no. are not that R- interesting. R- R- Remy There's
0: Remy's char- Huh? The other characters are not that interesting. Okay, whatever. We're you can't on. Tell- if you could if you could give me a strong argument on top three characters from Ratatouille. Then maybe I believe you, but I'm sorry. Ratatouille has Remy, and I don't even, I think Linguini is the cook's name. Them two, maybe. But but discussion, that, maybe the discussion, the spot.
1: discussion, is over. We are, we we have chosen Coco, nice. and now we are finally debating on Wallyard up. Okay, and can we please just put this to like bed already? Okay, we we've made some great arguments for both. Okay, we we talked about it a little bit off camera. Okay. I I mean we already put Coco through. I mean I I can't put I can't put up through. I mean I I gotta put you, you gotta you gotta budge a little bit. You gotta give me Wally at least on this one.
0: Hey, listen, I would have let you put Ratatouille through if you gave me solid points, but I just felt like our argument was going nowhere. Look, I think the argument that I made was pretty solid. I know
1: we're not focusing on like each movie. I think you have a
0: better, I think you have a better argument for Wally than you did for Ratatouille. Yeah, I, I know I do.
1: I know I do. But the, the, the point that I was trying to make with Wally, and this is the last thing, uh, I'm sorry, Ratatouille, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, is that when it came to the message, again, I understand that the message is not everything when it comes to the films, but this particular message has not been shown in any other Pixar film. Okay. For example, Coco, right? Remembering the ones you lost, remembering the ones you know that are that are no longer with you, right? That same theme is seen in Up. So like we see similar themes to Coco in other films. In Ratatouille, I have not seen a film yet where we see a character chase his dreams in an occupation, Soul. huh?
0: Soul. Honestly, if you watch Soul, you could argue it is similar in that sense.
1: Yeah, it is similar. No. If, if Soul and Ratatouille were going up against each other, I still take Ratatouille over the characters, okay? We're talking about a human man going after being a musician, okay? That's possible because he's a human. This is a rat that we're talking about becoming a world-class chef in Paris.
0: I but mean, it's which, not just a rat which, that which one stuff. is
1: more impressive, a rat becoming a chef in a world famous city like Paris, or I can't even argue in that sense of which teacher, one's more
0: impressive. A teacher becoming a musician. You can't even argue in a sense because then if you're saying which one's more impressive, then I'm going to go to which one's more realistic, or which one you would that's a Pixar movie, it's not supposed to be anymore.
1: realistic. Okay, the animation and the characters are not supposed to be realistic, but the message behind it is realistic. That's how they tell their stories. They tell their stories through toys I'm not, I'm, and no, made up fictional it's characters. Over.
0: It's over. There's, there's no sense in talking about it because yeah. I'm not even gonna talk about which one's more impressive.
1: You were okay. Can we can we finally choose one, please, so we can finally get to the to the freaking semifinals here? Sure. When it comes to Wally and Up, we've heard both arguments. I'm standing by Wally. I think I love both these movies to death. I really do. They're both top 5 picks for me, but I have to go with Wally and that is that is all I got to say. So
0: I strongly disagree, but sure, I'll put it through.
1: We're putting it through. Screw you. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> See, this is Welcome to Two Sons Podcast, okay? Our brackets are different from yours. <laughs> Okay, um, so we'll do this real quick. Obviously, Elementals is into the semifinals. I think we could both agree that Wally would go over Monsters Inc., correct? I would agree, yeah. Okay, again, both great films, but I think Wally just has more depth and stuff to it when you look at it side by side. All right, so now in the semifinals, um, we have Toy Story 3, Coco, Wally, and Elementals. Okay. Let's start with Toy Story 3 and Coco, okay? I've already heard the arguments for Coco. Now I'm going to argue why I think Toy Story 3 should be true. (laughs) We've already established that Toy Story is is the most well-known and the best Toy Story movie of the whole franchise, correct? Agreeable. So we understand that, first of all, we look at all the characters, right? They go through some massive development, okay? They go from being someone's toys to being donated to a to a a children's daycare okay so in some retrospect they go from you know being you know kind of like a private you know comfy toy to what being a real toy could be like i mean we see that whole that whole montage where like you know the kids come in from like you know playtime and they're like totally just pummeling and destroying these toys and that's the reality of being a toy you know sometimes you're gonna get those kids that just don't play nice right Mm -hmm. um we see the tragic backstory of lotso and we see why how he used to be a toy but instead of like, you know, Woody and the gang, instead of being like, you know, privately donated, you know, for the, the, for the better good of children, he was kind of abandoned and forgotten about. And that's why he has so much hatred, right? So we can see his story. Overall, I think Toy Story 3 has the better characters. Um, I think it has the better message it has some of the best animated scenes out of any Pixar movies. Again, Andy and Bonnie playing with the toys. The final farewell of Andy to his toys is one of the most beautifully written scenes in all of Pixar and not only that but the garbage shoot scene where they're about to get incinerated all those toys lining up together holding hands because not only are they toys but they are family and they are sticking by each other through everything they've been through so much and they're willing to just all die together versus try to escape one by one you take those two scenes and again you take the characters you take like you know toy story as a whole and what the messages are and just who the characters are and i think that takes enough of it over coco i think coco is a great film it is definitely one of the better pixar films over the most recent years but i think toy story 3 has too much ammunition behind it to come so far in the tournament and then be knocked out by coco
0: i'm not arguing against coco i again i love coco And I think Coco is a very enjoyable movie to watch. And I feel like you have to watch Coco several times to really appreciate it. And I feel like its message is simple when you get down to it. It focuses on how important the people around you are, both in life and after death. That's one of the main messages of the film. But Toy Story 3, it has a lot of ammunition, like my brother said, behind it. It has some of the most impactful scenes in, honestly, film. And especially animated film, it has several scenes in it that do hit heavy. So it definitely gives an edge over it. Again, Toy Story, very popular franchise characters, very popular as well. But also it introduces new characters that honestly, like if I'm putting, I think Ernesto De La Cruz, I think that's the villain's name in Coco, but I don't want to get it wrong. If I'm putting Lazzo up against Ernesto De La Cruz they're both fucked up realistically in the way like they they are <laughs> like Ernesto de la Cruz killed his uh essentially brother musician um what, what would you what would you call that co-star I, I don't know he he killed somebody Lotso also did some murder in the sense of toys and screwed up things um but again Toy Story 3 does have a heavy weight behind it um more than Coco uh, so it's it, it's gonna go to the finals for sure.
1: All right. So see that was nice, quick, and painless. You know, I don't know why you Dude. had to. You know, whatever. You have to, you have to watch it, man. You All right. To. Toy Story Three is the first film in the finals. Okay. Now you can't see it, but again, Wally Elementals. I haven't seen Elementals yet. I know you've seen it. Do you think there's enough ammunition behind Elementals to put it over Wally?
0: As of right now, I would have to watch Elemental at least two more times to really give my opinion and watch Wally again. Um I I the the only unfortunate thing behind Elementals, in my opinion, is there's a lot of unanswered questions in this world that they build. Um, you know, that maybe people wouldn't think hard about because it's a kid's movie, but I think about it. Um and um Uh, What's it called? I also do not like the way that they, I don't like their comedy in the sense of any characters outside of the main two, uh, besides maybe the um, parents of both of these two main characters, Wade and Ember. um, I don't like them. I think they're all pretty weak characters in that sense. Um, But the messages are uh, honestly some of the most realistic and really touching messages that I've seen in a Pixar animated or any movie in a while. And my uh, again, a lot of people said *Elementals* *Elemental* flopped. I think the marketing had a lot to do with that. Realistically, I would go see it. And again, I would really have to sit down. And it could be recency bias, but I can't put it over *Wally*. I just I love *Wally*, and *Wally* is one of my favorite Pixar films. Um, and again, to this day, the fact that they used Wally, you know, a basically, I believe a garbage robot and created this whole story around him where not only can it be realistic, but the serious tone, but also how lighthearted it can be at times in the sense of him and Eva and it 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 just will always amaze me how much emotion there is in this film with so little talking, and I think because it does that, it just it has to it has to go to the finals.
1: Well, well said, well said, brother, well said. All right, guys, this is it. We got Toy Story three versus Wall-E. Now I think, in Tucson's fashion, we are going to say our choice on the count of three and oh, yeah. we are going to see if we get it right the first time all right on the count of three one two three wally wally okay Okay. All right. there we go okay so obviously boom thank wally, god wally <laughs> wins the pixar bracket thank god look I love Toy Story Three. I mean, I made the argument for it the whole entire um bracket. But again, just looking side by side with Wally. I mean, if I had to do my own top five Pixar movies, right, Wally's number one, up is number two. Uh I probably put Toy Story Three, maybe at number three. Um, I'd put ratatouille at four and then maybe monsters inc at five it's so hard to choose the top five for pixar because all the classic ones are just like golden um but i don't want to i don't want to spend too much time um oh actually it came out on june 27th so it's going to be you know wally's anniversary in uh five uh six days i
0: want to see hold on i want to see when um
1: yeah while you do that i'm just gonna you know but Yeah, I mean, you know, me and my brother talked about the whole entire bracket, um, breaking these movies. Breaking these. 2008. Oh wow, 2008. So it's gonna be 15th year anniversary. That's. Um, Breaking these movies down side by side. Um, Again, Wally's the more, uh, you know, developed one. Um, It's the more consistent one, Um, and uh, you know, again, we can go on and on. But I think it just has the better message. Um, You know, it has the the better characters, and you know, against Toy Story three. Um, you know, again, just it's just so hard to beat the OGs, you know, it's so hard to beat Wally. And, you know, again, uh, I would love to do this bracket again in the future, like just, you know, with a different randomized one. You know, I mean, obviously, it would take us a lot faster to go through because we've already explained all these movies. Um, but you know, if any of these movies were in any different brackets, um, it'd obviously be a different story. But the way this bracket general, uh, randomized, uh, we had Elementals, Wally, Toy Story 3, and coco uh in our semifinals uh shout outs to elementals uh the fact that it literally just came out and at least in our bracket it was in the semifinals which is crazy um i mean i think it kind of got lucky because it was in this like open space but it seems like even if it was put in a different space it might have actually made it far which is you know you know uh hats off to pixar but um that finally finishes our bracket um so this was a lot of fun was, in my
0: opinion, like even the ones that we strongly debated in terms of movies and especially Pixar, Pixar hits on two things very well. Mm-hmm. One, its story, and two, its emotion. No matter what emotion it portrays and no matter what story it does, they always seem to do it pretty well in whatever they're telling. Some not as strong as others and some, you know, definitely stronger, but also they've been what they can also do is they can create this sense of wonder. And I think that's why wall really gets the edge over something like Toy Story 3. Not that Toy Story 3 isn't like a very creative film. It's super creative, but Wally is just, it, it's just, it, it's just in a different world, you know? And I feel like when you think about something like that, it's completely different. Like, I don't know. I just, that's why I feel so strongly about Coco against Ratatouille is because I just feel like it's this different world. Even if, it's just paris and then mexico you know it's two realist real countries but it's just the the different world is is what makes what puts a movie over the edge for me and i think that's what put even i, mean, I love up and i love wally and honestly those would be the two i would probably have as my top two and i would debate which one should be in the top yeah. and it's very hard because again they're, they're not similar in a sense of what story they tell but they have so many aspects to it where it's 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 very difficult, and I'm pretty sure they're both like what is what is up? Hey, uh, that's not up. Uh, up Pixar. I just want to see what the Rotten Tomato and like all their IMDb shit. Literally, okay, this is actually really interesting. Um, so I'm just gonna tell you off the bat, Wally up and Coco's Rotten Tomato scores and uh, IMBD. So Wally has a 95% certified fresh. Mm-hmm. Coco has a 97% certified fresh. Mm-hmm. And Up has a 98% certified fresh. Up has an 8.3 IMBD. Coco has an 8.4. And Wally has an 8.4. That just shows like how how strong pixar is in its films yeah that one is recent um one is pretty old and one is in like the middle so Mm -hmm. that you know they have some bangers they definitely have some bangers but no this 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 was a fun episode and uh it was it was it was hard it wasn't yeah a a lot of it was kind of easy but some of it was very difficult because i feel like even though you would hate to see one lose it's like pixar has enough wins where i don't think i'd be super disappointed if again i didn't get up as my top one yeah and like i said it. i
1: mean it, it all depended on like where the movies fell in the bracket when they were shuffled and i mean again if it was shuffled a different way we'd be having a totally different conversation yeah um, but uh, i think that's a great note to leave it on i mean i think we summed up you know the the beauty and the importance of pixar um you know nicely there so that was a that was a pretty good job um and, and yeah, I mean, you know, that's the, that's the end of our episode today, where we, you know, created our own little Pixar bracket, and we had a nice little showdown. And, you know, as you saw, Wally came on top. So, you know, please, you know, let us know in the comments, you know, what you think, you know, whether you agree, disagreed, you know, what are your favorite Pixar movies? Where would you see in yours, you know, to run down through the, you know, good old, you know, sign off um we are two sons podcast we are available on instagram twitter and facebook at two sons Podcasts as with oh none of you because we are two brothers um we are also on youtube at two sons again that is with oh none of you because we are two brothers um the uh youtube videos will be released in three parts uh so part one will come out tomorrow morning then followed by friday and then saturday uh, so you guys will have you know nice three days of uh you know content to watch my um, yeah. brother sure will probably try to get out this episode, you know, sometime tomorrow morning. So, you know, at least uh, you know, the audio version will be released tomorrow and then the YouTube will be released over, you know, pretty much the weekend. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, quick note before we go, I keep forgetting to mention it, but before we go, um, Tucsons Podcast has recently become an ambassador to a local um product. And you might be asking, well, Philip, what is an ambassadorship? And um basically I came across this on TikTok. We are the ambassador of a small-time energy drink company known by W Energy. That is D-U-B-B-Y Energy. Um, They are a small um, business, and they are trying to get up and running. Um, You know, they sell, like, energy drink packets, like, um, you know, kind of like, you know, the stuff that you use, like, a shaker for. Um, And uh, I've taken a brief look at their website. It looks like they sell some great flavors. They have some great products over there. Uh, So we recently became an ambassador so if you guys are interested and you want to pick up some products uh, for them, it's going to be www.wenergy.com. Uh, if you go to checkout and you use our code 2SUNS, so that's T-U-O and then S-U-N-S, uh, all one word, all caps, uh, it will get you 10% off your your purchase. Um, and then obviously anything, you know, if you decide to use our code, you know, obviously we get a little, um, you know, gratuity from it. So obviously that helps us, um, you know, both out. But, um, you know, just before I kept forgetting to plug it, um, you know, again, we are now an official ambassador of W Energy. So, like I said, go check them out. They got some really good flavors. It uh, seems like a lot of their flavors are fruity, um, so it should be pretty good. Um, there is like a thing that they are offering their um, ambassadors where you can get like a shaker and like four like sample packets for free. Um, I just have to like go online, like do the whole code thing. So, um, you know, hopefully one episode I'll have, you know, some of the product to actually like share with you guys on screen um, and then, you know, give it my own taste and see how it is. But uh, again, you know, if you go to their website, you know, use two sons at checkout for your 10% off um, and we would greatly appreciate it. But that is all for me. Uh, so I'm going to let our brother close us out in this last minute. And then I hope you all have a great day, great evening, you know, great afternoon, whenever you're watching this, uh, please be safe may the force be with you and i will see you in the next one
0: all right i have 40 seconds let's make this quick uh, like my brother said we are a two sons podcast that is sons when an o not you, because we are two brothers you can find us on instagram facebook twitter youtube and we are on all streaming platforms all under two sons podcast i just want to give a shout out we have added another country to our listener list welcome sweden mm-hmm. um <laughs> so I'm very excited for that. And I, uh, I'm i just glad this podcast keeps on growing. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you guys for all the love. Again, like you said, we're trying to get out there and become ambassadors. And hopefully we can continue with this down the line. But in the last five seconds, have a great day. Have a good night. Have a good evening. And just overall, have a